Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life. Some of you may remember my guest, Pamela Aloya. She was with us about two years ago, and it was episode 98, where we talked about her book, The Daily Cloak. And you may want to go back and listen to that. Pamela is an energy healer and author who has focused the last 20 plus years on individual and collective healing energy. In 2003, she started the Soul Angel Energy Center, and she continues to provide insight and instruction to help people expand their consciousness, encourage and support self-discovery, and create enhanced life experiences. Pamela has a new book out, The Current is Only But a Moment. It combines I will say, stunning photography, lessons from nature, which can be applied to our journey, and simple one-sentence reflections to ponder and take to heart. She reminds us of the wisdom of integrating our spirit with nature and the healing power that can be found there. Hi, Pamela. How have you been? Hello, Janine. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think these past couple years have been... I'll say challenging for most of us in mm-hmm. many regards. And some folks, I think, have found some joy in it too, you know, giving ourselves a chance to settle in and reconnect with who we are at different levels. So yes. I think it's, a, it's been a balancing act for me, I think, for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it, in these last couple of years, I find it's sometimes it's easy to find the lemonade in the lemons, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. it's pretty hard. <laughs> That is true. That is true. But it's like that normally with life. It's just a little bit more energy and a little heavier, I think, these past few years. But mm-hmm. it's, I believe it's helping us become masters and master this whole human maneuvering that we need to do here on Earth. Yes. So if you look at it in the right light, you can you can glean from it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it's not always comfortable. Totally get it. But um, there is some joy there. Well, I think that um, in many ways, things have needed to change for quite a while. And humans, you know, they, they don't tend to change unless there's a really big reason to do it, you know, unless there's a crisis. So here we are with our crisis. That is definitely very, very true. And it's, it's interesting you say that because I I just started, um, I created a new workshop called Maneuvering, uh, Maneuvering Change with Grace. Oh, nice. I'm doing my first one, I think, in February. I don't remember the date, sometime February. Um, but it is about that because we are, we do need sometimes that push. And when we wait for that push to change, that's where the discomfort comes in. Mm-hmm. But we know that change is happening all the time, right? right. So if we can acknowledge and embrace the, the little changes that are happening all the time, it makes it easier easier when the bigger changes come, whether we're instigating them or they're being instigated by external factors. Right. I mean, I've often said change is the one thing we can count on. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, new course that you're doing, is that on your website? It is on my website. Yes. And my my website is PamelaAloya.com, P-A-M-E-L-A-A-L-O-I-A.com on the events page. So you can check it out there. Great. Great. Um, Okay. That's wonderful because I think that it's very timely. Good, good idea. So, and I think your book is very timely too. Uh, I found it to be an interesting title. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to create this? 
the, <laughs> the title came about because it's a, it is actually one of the photos in the book. Okay. Um, and I remember distinctly, it was at the Jersey Shore, and I'm looking out, and there was a moment where you're, I'm feeling the entirety of the moment. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling the ocean, the sky, the, mm. the little sailboat in the back, um, <laughs> the, su uh, the sun, the sand, everything. And I thought, oh, if I could just put this in a jar. I mean, it just felt so expansive mm. and so present, you know. And I felt present before and I felt expansive before. But there was something really special about this one moment. And I, and I knew, I remember thinking in the moment, it's going to pass. It's going to pass, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm going to put that to the side now and just bask in this for as long as I can. Nice. Uh, and that's how I came up because everything, you, we, we don't really give ourselves the time to think about things like that mm -hmm. uh, on a regular basis. You know, so, and, and I find myself coming back to that moment, especially when I'm feeling not so good, when I'm feeling frustrated, when I'm feeling down. I'll be like, remember, this is going to pass. And it helps me actually even savor the uncomfortable times because it helps me understand what drove me there or how to get out of that space and how to deal with it in general. So I, I feel that the current is, is only but a moment is so precious, you know, mm -hmm. it's precious on both sides and it's a gift. Mm -hmm. So really be present in that current, be in the right. current now as, as much as you can. Right. So, so you're using current, because when I first looked at it, I thought of current as water flowing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think you mean it more as current as in time, as in it the is, now. And it is both. It is definitely a play on the, the, the words and the, and the picture. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Because the current could be taking you somewhere you don't want to be. The current could be taking you somewhere you do want to be, you know, mm -hmm. but you know, it's going to be fleeting. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Cool. So how did you, what inspired you to do this project? So I was originally, before the whole pandemic started, I was looking at different ways or different things I could do to just enhance my own internal practice. Mm -hmm. You know, I meditate regularly. I um, do energy work. And I felt that there was something that I could do differently. I, I like to switch it up every so often just to see what, um, what comes up for me. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I knew that I had not been doing as regularly as I had wanted to was being out in nature. Mm -hmm. Nature has mm -hmm. always called to me. Nature is so calming, healing, and rejuvenating for me. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make it a point to notice the outside, whether I'm home, whether I'm out. It doesn't matter where I am. I want to notice nature because it's all around and it has gifts for us. So I started making it a point to be out and about. Um, and one of the things that I'm really good at is not going outside when it's cold out. <laughs> so I said, nope, you're going outside when it's cold out. <laughs> um, so that was sometimes difficult for me, but it was always beneficial. Mm. Regardless of your feeling of that cold air on your face, it's windy out, whatever it is, there's something rejuvenating about being present when you're out in nature. Mm -hmm. So originally, I really wasn't considering writing a book about this at all. It was more a personal practice that developed into, wow, this is interesting. I'm having some really good uh, experiences. And when I was journaling and writing about it, um, some of these photos, I actually had a couple different um, 
descriptions for. Mm-hmm. But then uh, when I started really going through it and rereading it, I thought, wow, this this would be helpful for folks to, I'm not going to say, well, I would maybe say escape for a moment from everything that's going on mm-hmm. in the world and say, okay, I'm just going to be in this moment right here, right now. Whether the photo brings you to a specific place or it helps to inspire you to go outside and, and find your own uh, safe haven out, outdoors mm-hmm. to, to be present in. Um, it, it was really to help with people bringing in their own inspiration uh, to reconnect with themselves, whether through nature or through some other piece of um, some some other way, whether even if it's through music or something like that. But the, the nature piece is easy. It's out there. Anybody can do it from inside, from outside. Um, and I thought it would be helpful to to keep people kind of going throughout these tough times we've been having. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with you using the word escape because it's mm. a much healthier escape than video games, which oh. I think it's, you know, <laughs> which I have a lot of issue with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that is true. I think if, you know, a lot of times people will escape, you know, by going, uh, watching TV or watching movie, which, you know, is, is okay. But I found, and I still find, always have, that that's also a distraction. Mm-hmm. I like how going in nature brings you back to yourself. It brings you back to whatever you may be feeling. It brings you to an, a greater understanding or it just helps you let go of something that you're holding on to. Um, and it, I would say it forces you, but it gives you the opportunity to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. potentially some of the other things, like you're saying, video games and movies and things like that, do not give you that opportunity. Right. And I think it's uh, a lot easier, at least for me, to be very present when I'm out walking, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm outside on the trail or, you know, walking my dog. Um, just to, I don't know, that you just don't have the distractions that, you know, that your daily distractions. It's you start looking around. And um, I've also been finding just focusing on my breathing really helps yeah. uh, get me in, into the present and and away from all the distractions of my mind, you know, spinning. And uh, yeah, I think just, just watching watching the breath is, that's probably the easiest thing, unless you know of some other way that's easier. But, you know, for me, that's the easiest thing to do. And I've been doing that more and more lately. <clears throat> yeah, the the breath is, I mean, that's powerful. That's an age old technique. And it, it's definitely useful, you know, else we wouldn't be doing it, you know, 1000s of years later, right? So the breath is definitely wonderful. And combining that with outside is really good, too. Another thing that I'll do once in a while, actually, that's not true. I do it very, very often, is um, once I focused on my breath, I will bring in a specific word or resonance that I feel like I may be needing more of. So I'll mm-hmm. bring, once I bring my attention to my breath, I'll be like, okay, calm. I'm breathing in calm. Everything about the word calm, I'm breathing in, you know, clarity, whatever it is that I want to be more of or embody more, I'll breathe that in with the breath. I and like I that. that. Sometimes I'll feel this little tingling thing that goes on throughout your body, mm-hmm. or I'll just feel like everything settles and expands a little bit. So um, if you haven't tried that before, try it. It's it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It brings you right back to center. I like that because I've been finding um, that 
I, I tend to spin, you know, mm -hmm, uh, if something's mm -hmm. going on that I'm upset with, or, you know, I tend to spin negative thoughts. So that's why just going to the breathing, um, I do a kind of drop down into my heart and just, it's, so I'm trying to get out of my mind, go into mm -hmm. my heart space and just focus on my breathing. But I like that addition of adding a word. Um, yeah. You, you, you can actually add a color too. Sometimes if I can't think of a word or mm. say, okay, what color do I want in my energy field right now? Or what color do I need right now? And that's fun too. Nice. I like that. And it's probably not red. <laughs> <laughs> not usually, no. <laughs> if you're trying to calm yourself. <clears throat> that's cute. Um, okay, I like that. So a word, a color, that's that's great. I think that adds, that adds a little more depth and dimension mm -hmm. to the practice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so your book. So you started this as a personal practice. Yeah. And then what inspired you to uh, actually create a book? Well, I felt that, that it was something as I started writing about my feelings and experiences, I thought it'd be good to share it with others in case it inspired them to do something similar. Mm -hmm. Again, since we have been inundated with external factors that a lot of times we're, we're stressed out and sometimes we don't even know it. One of the things I've read, it was, it was even last year, I think, something about, I want to get this right, but mm -hmm. basically because of all of the external factors, even though you may not be directly affected, mm -hmm. you know, we're energetic beings, so we're being affected by the global energy as well as our personal energy, the people we live with things like that, our neighborhood, everything. We're being right. affected, and we may not always be conscious of it. Mm -hmm. But having a bombardment of energy, what they found was, because of all the stress, and, and I can't remember what study it was, that our ability, our ability to focus has decreased because we're worried about so much other stuff that's going on. Interesting. And this was, I think, in a corporate setting where the, there was a lot of... Um, reporting where people were saying, I just can't focus, you know, I don't have the same focus that I did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, I thought that this would help people get back that focus. Because if we can't focus on whether it's the work that we're doing, we also can't focus on what we want out of life, you know, the, the joys that we want to create. True. One of the things that I was working on, uh, saying from the, when, the last time we had our conversation about the Daily Cloak, one of the, one of the driving factors of that was to help us get out of the turmoil that was being uh, purported and bring back the joy bring back what is it that brings us joy because we were so chaotic for a while there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've felt that this book would help with that would help us bring ourselves back to center inspire other ways to do that so that we could bring that forward the joy because if I believe the only thing that gets rid of the turmoil the obstinance and the resistance is bringing in joy our world needs more light, needs more joy, and that can overcome any discord that's going on. I agree. That's what I believe. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I, I mean, I know for myself, I've, I've lost, you know, in these last couple of years, I've lost a lot of my joy. I mean, thank goodness I have a husband who makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true. I mean, we have, we have so been aware of who helps us throughout this. You know, a lot of relationships have changed because of this. And it may not, again, like I said in the beginning, it may be uncomfortable, but maybe it's a good thing because then we know who we can really be ourselves with, who we can 
um, rely on or help us to be ourselves and to be happy about it. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, Who, I our, agree. Our tribes are changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I hear that over and over, and that that you know, it's like the the new families that are mm -hmm. forming, right? Are right. are in some ways they're. I don't want to say better, but I'm not sure what the word is. Um, but there's something more useful, more. Uh, hmm. I think there's a deeper connection. Yeah. I think we've yeah. allowed ourselves to connect at a different level. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, because those connections are that were a little more superficial, just didn't work or aren't working anymore. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's okay. I mean, again, it may be difficult to let go of some of those um, relationships or accept them as for what they are. Right. And, you know, once we do that, then we open up to other folks to come in to the level that we're ready to, to connect with people. Right. And I think that's important to, um, to accept because even without all of this going on, you know, sometimes somebody will come into your life for a little, a short while and then they'll mm -hmm. leave. And I just, I just accept that as, you know, we've, we've done whatever it is we're meant to do, you know, in mm -hmm. whatever way to connect and then we move on. And it's, I think if you can uh, not take that personally, mm -hmm. right, but just the way things are. It's not, you know, we make agreements right before we come into this incarnation. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe there was just something that one person was supposed to say to another to trigger something and mm -hmm. to help them out. And then that was it. They've fulfilled their what they wanted to do and needed to do and, and they move on. Right. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier, the, the change piece, you know, Things are always changing, our relationships and the people we deal with are always changing. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, you know, it, it's it's part of our evolution, it's part of our growth. Right, and I think it's just that when it's your natal family, it you know, it, it does make it a little harder, but. but absolutely, yes. Um, I know I'm part of a, a group that, um, actually uh, Jack Travis, the retired MD that was uh, on my podcast invited me to this group and we have a Zoom call every Monday there's uh, people in Australia and then all over the United States. And it's just, it's really nice to have this group. They're very, very bright people from all different walks of life. It's, it's interesting because I, I don't personally have children, but all of them have been estranged from their children because all of them have children who decided to get the shots. And um, none of us in this group did. And, and it's created heartache for most of the people. Some people have been able to keep relationships, but most of them haven't. And, you know, that's really sad, um, especially as you get older. I mean, some of the people in the group are in their late 70s, early 80s, and who knows how much longer you're going to be on the earth. And to have that estrangement, it, I, I can only imagine how hard that must be. It must be very difficult. Yeah, I've, I've had several clients who have the same issue, and even in, in the neighborhood, you know, different people are having clashes because there's difference of opinions. Mm -hmm. um, and then the way that they're treated is, is different, you, you know, because it's so it's such a strongly held belief. Mm -hmm. It is incredibly sad. So it is helping. It, it's almost like, uh, well, it is. It's grief, you know, where the, the, the relationship is changing. So there's a grieving that goes on. 
And sometimes that's even harder than when the, a person dies, you know, because they're still there. You still have the opportunity to have a have a relationship. It's not going to be the relationship that you were hoping it was going to be, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So there, there's definitely a lot there that that needs to that needs to be addressed from a grief standpoint. So I think it's wonderful y'all are meeting and supporting each other again. That that's one of the the, the newer tribes or groups that are coming together to support each other. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is lovely. Yep. Yeah, and especially I know uh, a few of the people in the group say they don't have they're kind of isolated where they live, mm-hmm. and they don't have many friends who they can talk to. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky mm-hmm. where I live pretty much, uh, you know, a huge amount of the people who are living where I live are of the same mind. So mm-hmm. I'm always running into people who I can talk to. Yeah, it must be, you know, it must be challenging, it must be very challenging. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's talk about your book. Now, I love some of the titles. Now, well, let's start with you did all the photography. Yes. And yes. I know you say you're not a photographer. I am, I and am you you it. just used your phone. But really, I, I mean, I think the photographs are stunning. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. It's interesting because um, I grew up in a family that was very camera oriented. Mm-hmm. We would go on uh, vacations and my dad, we, we actually, I probably, I don't know if he would be upset if I said this. We <laughs> called him the happy clicker because he was constantly <laughs> taking pictures, constantly telling us where to stand so we could, he could take the perfect family picture. You know, we're like, we just want to live. We just want to be in the moment. You know, we just stopped telling him, but he, he has, he, is definitely got some fabulous pictures. And, and as he's gotten older, and my, my mom has now picked it up too in the past, I'd say, what, 20 years. And sh- they have gorgeous pictures from wherever they've gone on vacation, even just uh, birds in their backyard, y- you name it. They uh-huh. have great photography. So I, I feel like, you know, I- I'm going against that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just whipping out my, my cell phone here. Yeah, that, that looks nice. <laughs> click, click, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So. Yeah, that's cute. I have a funny story. So because my dad used to love to take pictures too, and he developed them and everything. And mm-hmm. so I'm the oldest. So there's tons of pictures of me. But then I think when my sister came along, he kind of, you know, got into other things, and he wasn't as interested in photography. And I remember one day a discussion about how come there aren't as many pictures of me as there are of Janine. You know? <laughs> And her feeling a little, you know, left out because, right. and it wasn't personal at all. He was just on to something else, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was over it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you did you play with the pictures at all? Uh, I I not in the book. No, I went back and and made sure they were as they were the for the first. Uh, the first time I took them, oh, there were a couple I added, like little. You know, on your phone, you have those different options. You can change the color to it. Yep. I've done that for posting to Instagram and Facebook, but no, not for the book. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because like, uh, let's see. What, oh, ride the waves to where you want to be. Is that it? Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Because there's orbs in yes. there. There's beautiful yeah. orbs. And, I mean, wow. Yeah. You, you, uh, if yeah. you're not a photographer, you're a very lucky, how shall I say, <laughs> picture taker. Picture taker. Let's go with that. Because <laughs> these are, I mean, they're really cool. I could see, I don't know, I was th- trying to think about now how could these be used, you know, in a way, um, 
Yeah, like I was, oh, well, first of all, for the, uh, when I do the slideshow video, I'd love to use these as the, you know, as the backdrop. Oh, for your, for your yeah. yeah, when I, t when I take the audio and put it into the slideshow video, may as okay. well do that. That'd I can be cool. send you a few. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So this is, I mean, even the, um, the one with the waves, there's a beautiful orb in there. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah. These are, yes. they're really neat. Really? I like, I think one of my favorite ones, actually a lot of them are because they, they bring me back to the moment, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's interesting how much I remember of that moment, which I love because I took the time to feel and notice. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to remember it because there's a lot of things that I just don't remember, you know, but yep. these photos yep. I remember. Um, one of my favorites is the last one. And that is the find a bright spot one. Just make sure I have it right. Spot. Or there's always a bright spot. There's find always it. a bright spot. Find it. Okay, yes. that's page I was, 86. Yes, I've I was got my in, iPad out here, and I've got okay. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was not in a good mood when I went out for this for this walk um, on a trail. Love the trail. Love being near the water. Um, but this is just one. I, I remember stepping off the trail and taking this picture and saying, "Wow, this really is a bright spot." You know, I got to get myself mm -hmm. out of this little funk that I'm in um, because even I, I chose this spot, too, because um, it's not usually well uh, traveled, you okay. know, mm -hmm. and, and it was uh, lots of people were there and I was kind of annoyed <laughs> by that. <laughs> so I was like, OK, I'm here. I'm going to walk the trail anyway. Um, and then this moment hit. So it was definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Um, and I think about that quite uh, quite often. Um, another one I really like is the marvel at who you are. One, one of the things, I don't think I have the wording right, but um, more about the wonder of who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I say a lot to folks because, you know, we are in such a world where minor things are not celebrated, you know, okay. mm -hmm. little unique mm -hmm. things that make us us aren't always celebrated. So I thought that this this picture, I couldn't believe how it turned out, especially in, in print when I got the first um, proof of this book, because it, it almost looks like a postcard to me. But this is another one where I was completely immersed in the photo. Um, and this was in California. But and the beaches there are different than here on, on the East Coast, you know, with the, with the right. rocks and, mm -hmm. and seeing mm -hmm. how just everything fit in there was the grass there was the rocks there was the sand the water the sky everything was so expansive and so beautiful and i was marveling at the entire the entire picture the entire landscape and every little tiny bit that made up that landscape mm -hmm. and i think we forget about when we when we think about ourselves or other people we only look at them either as a whole or however we have judged them in the past Whereas this, I kind of liked how I was looking at it from each little aspect that made up that photo and then taking that and applying that to people. Okay, this person is made up of all these different things. They are not only a coworker, they are a father, they are a husband, they are, you know, a son and they're playing all these roles, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and doing that for other people who I may not have given that full thought to before so that you can understand where they're coming from or just see them differently and bring a different energy when you're dealing with them. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that that's another favorite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking you obviously had no, 
I think the reason that your photos are so beautiful, the majority of them do have orbs in them. And I think you had a lot of help. <laughs> I, 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 I probably did. You're absolutely right. I probably did. They, they probably knew it was going to be a book before I did, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's great. So, oh. what are some? What are other? Uh, are some? Okay. So, how how do you see people using this? Um, because you have a little, um, you've got usually a couple of paragraphs in the beginning, um, and then uh, talking about your personal connection to the photograph, right? Mm-hmm. And then the reflection is usually uh, what maybe a one sentence mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Okay. Right. Right. So uh, there is no right or wrong way to use the book. You know, some people I know have read it from cover to cover, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I like the fact that you can just open up to wherever you decide you want to read uh, mm-hmm. or what picture you're, you're drawn to that day or what reflection you might be drawn to. Um, it's not one of those where you have to read from cover to cover. You know, sometimes when I'm reading a book, I, I feel, hmm. I'm going to say sometimes overwhelmed because, oh my gosh, I have this full book to read and I have so many pages left. Right. <laughs> Whereas here I could just open up and read two pages and I'm done, you know, right. for the day. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that however people want to use it is, is really how they, how they can. Um, some people, uh, one of the things I really did was uh, wanted to make sure of what the pictures are on their own page. And that way, if you're feeling something different, uh, you know, you might look at it today and then you look at another photo what, two months from now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You might get a different feeling, you know, right. based on wh- where you are. So I wanted to make sure that the words and the titles associated with those photos were separate so the reader could glean from that photo whatever they needed to in that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, again, it could be used however works best for them. I mean, I can see because this is, it's really kind of like an oracle deck, right? Where if you just... Mm-hmm pick a card for guidance for the day or, or guidance for a question that you have. I mean, I could see these as being a little deck of the picture on the one side and then the back, you know, the information. That that's, that's clever. I like that. I do like that. But that's how I've done it for a message for a day. I have, I have done that. And this one, and sometimes I'll, I'll pick up my other book. It's called 52 Pick Me Up. I wrote that a while ago. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's a, a weekly inspirational it's, it's similar, but different. And it has different, uh, you know, captions that help you focus on that for, for the week or the day. And I like that. I, I really do like that because it gives, sometimes if you don't know what to focus on, or if you're having a, um, just really busy and you don't have time to go within, mm-hmm. you can do a quick little check, you know, open up the book to wherever you are and say, okay, that's what I'm going to focus on. Yes. Right. That's what I needed to hear today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that definitely applies. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, even though I have it on Kindle, I'd rather actually have a hard copy because. Mm. But I got the Kindle so I could read it before we we talked because right, right, right. it takes forever to get a hard copy here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially now with you know supply chain issues. I know. I know. Um, you just never know when you're going to get something. Sometimes I'll have a, a package at, at the poster and, and I'll think, oh, I have no idea what that is because it was something I ordered a month and a half so ago. So long ago. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's a nice surprise when it finally arrives. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, I forgot that. about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so what are the uh, what are the titles that you are kind of your favorite? 
I just love them. Like you have ride the waves to where you want to be. Let your yeah, inner yeah, light shine through. They're all through. really good depending on where, where I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, um, I, I said the Marvel, uh, I like the allow your ideas to bloom. Um, because sometimes, and I'll even do this, you know, I'll have an idea and I'll start shooting it down as soon as I start having the idea, you know, Mm -hmm. but we need to give them space to explore. Is it a good idea? How's it feel? Do you want to, do you want to explore it? And I think it's really important to not always share your ideas with other people until you've had the chance to really let it settle Mm -hmm. and to figure Mm -hmm. out where you want to go with it. Uh, and that way it remains yours. It remains with your um, your own energetic signature. And then it can build and grow to a certain point and then be sturdy enough to not be affected too much by external energy and other people's thoughts. Because some people may or may not, knowingly or unknowingly, um, may not be supportive of that. They may be supportive to you, to your face perhaps, but they may be jealous or they may not want you to succeed for mm-hmm. whatever reasons, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So we want to definitely make sure that we have that, uh, if it is an idea that is near and dear to our hearts, that we nurture it and we cultivate it before we share it too much with other folks. So it has that time. You know, I know when I was having my kids, they, I can't remember if it was my grandmother or my mom said, you know, you shouldn't really take the baby out for a month or so. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that, you know, it's, it's similar to that. You, you want to create that, um, that bond with your baby. Um, you don't want to st- expose it to too, too much, I guess, you know, mm. for it to get sick or anything. But so I kind of correlate it with, with that, Interesting. you know, build that bond with that idea, nurture it a little bit and mm-hmm. then share it with folks. Right. And if you are going to share it, I mean, I, sometimes I like to share it with people that I know, like I'll, I'll, if I've got an idea of something that I'd like to do, um, mm-hmm. and it's not easy, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like, wow, how am I how am I going to do this? Right? I get this idea, and and how am I how am I going to actually make this happen? To share it with uh, someone or a few people who you know, and ask them, I need, I want some help with putting energy into this, uh, helping me to figure out how how to make this happen, you know, mm. and I'd, I'd like, you know, I'm telling you so you can put some positive energy, yes. you know, towards it yes. and feed, help to feed it. But you have to obviously choose wisely. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know who, the, who those people are. You know who's going to support that and give you the purity of the energy that you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that is very powerful. Once you've, you've figured out that you definitely want to do it, sort of how you want to do it. That that's the the more support we have, it is helpful. Right, right. Um, and you can oh, oh, no, go ahead. No, you can you also. Can. So what I'm seeing as you're saying that is, I don't know if you do this consciously or not, but it color adding color to the idea, you know, surrounding that idea with a specific color to build upon it to allow it to grow into what you want it to do, what you want it to be. You know, I ha- I haven't been doing that, and this is a se- this is the second time you've mentioned color. So let's yeah. let's go into no, let's go into <laughs> okay. that a little bit. Okay, let's. Yeah, because that's obviously an, a concept that you feel is important. Um, I do. I I respond well. People respond to color. We all do. Absolutely. You know, we, we all have mm-hmm. favorite colors. We all have colors we dislike tremendously. Um, and some people are just kind of, uh, ah, color's color, you know? I mean, look at our wardrobes. Our wardrobes are expressions of who we are, not only the styles, but also the colors we wear. 
That's um, funny. Now, just let me inter interrupt you for a moment, because yesterday, okay. on Wednesdays, I work for my chiropractor. Um, one of his patients came in, and she had this beautiful purple coat, and mine's a dark plum, I guess. Mm. And I said, you know, it's interesting, almost all the older women I know <laughs> have some form of purple coat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a purple coat yet. I think I might oh, need to go get one. <laughs> yes. And plum. Plum is my favorite. But there are some days, if I don't have the right color shirt, it's not good. You know? <laughs> it just doesn't feel right the rest of the day. I didn't all, I wasn't always like this, but the, the color is very important for me to express who I am, what I'm feeling, or what I need, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I find that with clients, too. It's helpful uh, I find that the angels will start wrapping them around in different colors throughout the session based on what they need. We'll usually seal uh, seal a session with a specific color for them so they can go out into the world and integrate more easily after the session. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's it's fun. It, it really is. It's it's easy. You know what I mean? It's easy. And you can do the same thing you know, with crystals. If you don't have your crystal with you, let's say you wanted a yellow citrine and you forgot it at home. Mm-hmm. You can simply call in the energy of yellow citrine. You know, you, you don't need to say, oh, my gosh, I don't have the, the crystal with me. I'm, I'm out of luck, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just call in the energy and, and you're good to go. <laughs> so, so why don't you give us a, just a little summary of, of uh, we could just do like the chakra colors um, and what, like how you would, like why would you want to wear red or, or yellow or green or blue or, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. So... It's, it really does vary. Um, I know that, you know, there are different colors associated with each of the chakras and sometimes that correlates and sometimes it doesn't, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. depending on what the person is going through, experiencing and what they are receptive to. Um, I had a client one time, he was having some lower back pain and we gave her some carnelian to hold on to, which is a deep orange color stone. Mm -hmm. And within a couple, I'd say five, 10 minutes, she says, my, my back pain's gone. Like, you know, oh my. How, how'd you know to do that? I'm like, I don't know. The angels just said to do, <laughs> said to do that. So here you go. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of times the dark are the deeper orange and the, the red orange will be for our expression, you know, our our sacral center chakra mm -hmm. uh, to help us to um, really express who we are, you know, but sometimes I also see that sometimes in a blue, you know, because the expression, uh, you know, I believe all the chakras work together, right? right. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you've got the communication and the expression through your throat chakra too. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll see blue in that area, even like a deep sea blue in the mm -hmm. sacral center chakra. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the throat chakra, along with that communication, you know, any color blue usually is is good for for that uh, for that chakra. But sometimes I'll see green too if healing is needed. You know, you may need some healing there, so so green energy will be there. Turquoise mm -hmm. is a beautiful color, and I've seen that more and more recently, honestly, around the um, around the throat chakra for folks for clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have your base chakra. I know I'm going all over the place. I'll try to go. No, in order. it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to go in order. Just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the base chakra is, I'll see, you know, different colors for that. Sometimes I'll see the actual roots, you know, and a color brown and, and some people are like, Oh, I don't want to know that I have the brown color, you know, but brown, <laughs> all colors are good. You mm -hmm. know, all colors are great. Be open to what the colors have to offer. Um, and groundedness is definitely a, a wonderful, um, a wonderful energy that we need. And sometimes brown will bring, bring us to that. 
Um, I don't know if you garden or plant or anything like that, but just putting your hands in soil can be so healing and so wonderful. It's got so many nutrients in, in, in oh, it. Oh, yes. For the organic soil, not, not always the stuff we have right up back here. I did this morning. I have this. It's called a revolution garden. I won't even tell you what we went through to get this thing set up, but it uses two foot by four foot by seven inch tall grow trays. It's it's a little complicated, but I think we've got it all set up now, and it's in the house. And and I have a tower garden. This is to get me through the winter. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know, growing things. And, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. I might I might look into that. Um, but color wise, yeah, I mean, you, you can have different colors for the the base chakra. Red red sometimes comes in for for that chakra. I've also seen yellow there for more a powerful um groundedness oh interesting but mm -hmm. yellow also is usually associated with our solar plexus chakra and mm -hmm. the power mm -hmm. so we'll see a lot of different golds and yellows there from anywhere from like a soft lemon yellow color mm -hmm. to a deep golden color and for some reason i feel like i have to say i don't have to say but that the lion is coming in as we're talking about that ah. so you've got the lion energy there too and uh, it's interesting because I, I feel like a lot of folks are, I mean, we, we're always focusing on our inner power and our inner strength and, and how that relates to our experiences in the external world. But I'm seeing that as being a focus more and more, um, especially for women. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then your your heart center, uh, usually associated with either pink or green. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can use the watermelon uh, fluorite. Is it fluorite? Watermelon tourmaline. Well, thank you, tourmaline. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you uh, for for that area for both. That's um, what I do. <laughs> yeah, good, good. It's awesome. Um, and then the third eye. Uh, it depends. Uh, the third eye. I've I've used um, all colors. Quite honestly, some of the mm -hmm. go tos you will see is the white and purple or mm -hmm. indigo. Mm -hmm. um, and then the crown. I've well, that can also be white. I've used rainbow quite often there. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. I hadn't thought yeah. of rainbow. <laughs> it's just, yeah, there's, uh, and there's also what the other uh, color sometimes is, is like a, a moon, a moonstone color, almost like a gray, mm. a platinum kind of color that comes in too. Mm -hmm. um, and then one thing I do want to say when we're talking about the chakras and, and you probably know this, but more for your your uh, listeners mm -hmm. is because this is something I talk about with my clients, and they say, "Oh, I haven't thought about that too much." Is is to focus on the entire chakra. So a lot of times we will look at and only address the front of our chakras, right? But we mm -hmm. also need to focus on the back of our chakras and how they're spinning, and and uh, just acknowledging that there's a back to our chakras too, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I always say in, through and around. So it's not just the front and the back, it's everything is the entire chakra itself, you know, all the energy in it. Well, I think it's easy to forget about the back. It is. <laughs> Frankly. It's very easy. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. But when you focus on it, um, you feel different. You mm -hmm. know, you, you can mm -hmm. feel different. You can feel the expansion of it. Yeah. And they're not always straight back too. So, no. But there's all <laughs> kinds of, there's all kinds of charts on the internet, you know, that will show what, uh, you know, what angle they're, they're at for each chakra. Yeah. You know, like a side view that shows what angle. I don't know. Do you have something right. like that on your website? That I do not. Oh, no. okay. So okay. the website, uh, the Google would be the best spot for it. Yes. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. is plenty. There's a plethora of information out there. Oh, you just used yeah. one of my favorite words. A plethora? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. 
Well, there is, and I love it that there is so much information out there because then you can choose what resonates with you. You know, right. there's not just one thing. It's, right. There's lots of ways to represent it. And if it resonates with you, go for it. Right. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, there's there's a lot of negative things you can say about the internet and how we're on it so much. But what we would not have access to all the information that we do. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just have to be discerning. Definitely. Absolutely. Like, you can't say that enough. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what came to me when you were talking about we're talking about colors is mm-hmm. uh, to uh, something that would be good to do in the morning, you know, before when you're trying to decide what to put on what color you need for the day. Mm-hmm. And um, tell me if you don't think this is good. But uh, my thought was to, uh, first of all, you want to get out of your head. So it, it, try to be in your heart space, you know, and then just ask, what color do I resonate with today? Or however you want to say it. And you want to take whatever pops into your head first. Mm-hmm. Um, don't question it, right? And then try to find something in your wardrobe that has that color. Because I think that in doing it that way, where you're you're not actually thinking about it, but you're allowing it to come forward, that for some reason, that color will be beneficial for you in that day. Yeah, de- definitely. It's when when I definitely need a specific color, I know it before I get out of bed, you know, mm. and sometimes mm-hmm. and sometimes the actual piece of clothing will be in my head I'll be like, oh, I need. OK, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but but I love that you, just, you what you said was to not think about it, which is so helpful because you're you're then tuning in with yourself and saying, oh, what do I resonate with today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can not only take that with the color, but then you can take that and apply that to what am I resonating with for food today? You know, what is in my best interest to eat today? Mm-hmm. What What is the best exercise for me today? You know, what am nice. I resonating with? So you can start to apply it to everything. Mm-hmm. And then you and then things should be flowing by then, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're checking in all the time. So are you yeah. do, are you doing most of this like before you get up? Like your your sort of your time in bed before you actually get up, kind of the. Uh, it, it depends w- on the day. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if I'm getting up on on time or not, um, I started this. Uh, I started getting up earlier in the new year, mm-hmm. and so far it has been lovely. I love having that time. So yes, now when I, that I that I do have the time, I'm definitely doing it in the morning before I get out of bed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But for you, know, for in terms of what color I need for the day or what I want to resonate with for the day, in terms of exercise and food and things like that, sometimes I'll have an idea in the morning, but it's usually more as the day wears on, what am I kind of craving or what do I want to create? You know, some of it is not just the food itself, but it's also making the food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I, I love to cook, but I don't always have time to cook. Right. Um, so I find that when I really check in, I, I get um, I get good guidance on things that I can make quickly, or things that I need to hold off on. You know, mm-hmm, when I have mm-hmm. more time. Yep, yep. And I was just thinking, if someone has, because a lot of people have kind of monochromatic, you know, black, gray, you know, wardrobes. You could always use scarves for your color. Oh, I love that. Yes, I have a ton of scarves too, mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically for that. Because I, I do, there was a point in time where I had a lot of black shirts, you mm-hmm. know, but that's easy. And you mm-hmm. can always accent it with, you know, uh, like you said, a scarf. Um, I will also use fun socks. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I don't have to wear shoes, I'll mm-hmm. wear, wear fun socks. 
or a nice um, necklace that's a different color, you know, that kind of pops a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all you need. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you don't need a full, full new wardrobe. You can just pop everything with color. Right. Yeah. Little, yeah. little things. You, or you could even use earrings would be nice. Yeah. Too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some colorful earrings. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, this has really been fun. It has been fun. <laughs> Thank um, you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about the book that you, you haven't said yet? Um, I, I really uh, appreciate you having me on and sharing with folks about the book. And I hope that folks do find uh, some benefit from it. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a joy putting it together. It really was it did not seem like a project. Um, and I think that's what work should be. You know, mm-hmm. I think it should be fun. Right. Um, but hopefully you'll find some inspiration, whether uh, to kickstart your own um, inspiration or own mindfulness practice. Um, mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I love talking to people about this. Well, why don't you tell people, and of course, as always, it'll be on the podcast webpage, but why don't you tell people how to connect with you? Sure. So as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, my website is PamelaAloya.com. That's P-A-M-E-L-A-A-L-O-I-A.com. I'm also on Facebook as Pamela Aloya Author, as well as LinkedIn, and I'm also on Instagram. Okay. All right. And, um, oh, shoot. Am I having the senior moment again? Um, let's see. Pamela Aloya <laughs> Author. I know. Uh, oh, no. Oh, I know. If you are trying to choose between the Kindle edition and, and you know, a paperback, I would get the paperback because I really do think this is ideal for a question or just some guidance for the day, just opening the book to wherever, uh, you know, whatever page and reading that and, and looking at that photograph. And that's harder to do on Kindle. Yeah, I, I, do, I do agree. And, and I wouldn't have until I had the book if I had myself. I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I don't want to look it on screen anymore. I love I like how they <laughs> turned out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are the is there a, a difference in the quality of the pictures on screen and uh, in the book? Um, I like the way they uh, they turned out in the book. Now, there's different types of quality of the print that you could have gotten, mm-hmm. and I did get the better quality because it it changed how the photos presented themselves on the page for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a book person to begin with, though. So I like books to, to be, you know, in general, like seeing the pictures in my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, not it's a book's not for everybody. But I do believe the pictures do better on the page than on the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do try to, um, uh, you know, if I've got a bunch of Kindle books or audio, and then I try to have some uh, hardcover too or paperback so that I'm switching it off, you know, and not always doing the same thing. Because sometimes I don't want to look at a screen. I really do mm-hmm. want to have a, mm-hmm. a book and I want to hold on to it. And sometimes I, if I'm, uh, well, you know, if you're, if I'm going into town or something and I have to wait, if I've got my iPad, then I can, you know, I yeah, can just convenient. read something. Yeah, it's convenient. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice to have the option. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been really wonderful. Thank you. Um, I'm so glad you got a hold of me to uh, 
asked me to come on again because um, I wouldn't me have too. known otherwise. So thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you for taking that step. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you for moving forward with it. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay. Well, take care, Pamela, and thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. You too. Thank you so much, Pamela Aloya, for your dedication to bringing mindfulness and inspiration to us at a time when I think it's very much needed. The podcast website is realjanine.com, where you can listen to and download episodes. And as always, remember, J-A-N-E-A-N is how you spell Janine. And please subscribe. You can also listen to slideshow videos on BitChute. Please remember to subscribe while you're there. And do you know someone who would find my conversation with Pamela Aloya grounding and inspiring? I think you probably do. So please share the love. We'd all appreciate it. And as always, take care and be well.